I'm Yvette Walker, the host of the Positively Joy podcast, where we discover that joy is not a feeling, it's faith. You can find previous episodes at PositivelyJoy.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. However you found yourself here, you are welcome, and I believe it was truly God-destined. We are in Season 3, and this season has taken the podcast into the vantage point of what joy is. I'd like you to listen to each episode this season through the lens of how Jesus Christ defines joy. John chapter 15, verse 11 reveals this when Jesus tells us to keep the Father's commandments and abide in his love. Jesus says, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. Enjoy, and I pray you receive the message the Father has for you. If you're listening to the show, you're already a member of the Positively Joy family. But now you can actually join our new membership levels and support the show while getting bonus content and free merch. Go to PositivelyJoy.com to learn more. This is the House of Joy under Christian Podcasters Connect. And I'll tell you a little bit more about this as we get underway. But we're going to talk about scripture. It's a new plan for this year, for 2022. We're doing some new stuff. Hello, Nee. How are you? Have a happy, happy holidays and happy new year. Happy you new year to you too. Um, how you doing? Good. Oh, I've seen some good uh, social media about you and your family. Did you guys have a great holidays? Oh yeah, we did. We did. I did. Um, I, I did a lot of traveling, but it was all good though. So good. So good. Well, I have a new plan for House of Joy in this new year, 2022. It's something that I had kind of pushed out on my other social media, and I asked people to give me their favorite scripture. And I have a calendar, and every week I put down this scripture and I pray that scripture over this person. I thought it would be great to extend this to House of Joy. So every week we're going to have a a scripture. I'll give a shout out to the person whose favorite scripture this is. And um, I will tell you how to get me your favorite scripture because I've got I've got up until about June. So I've got half the year still and can still take some more scripture from people. So you can send your favorite scripture to Yvette, Y-V-E-T-T-E at PositivelyJoy.com. We are going to do Proverbs 3 this week. And um, I have to say that this is my husband's. I figure I start off the year with my husband's favorite one. And then the second week, which actually is tomorrow, is his sister's. So we're keeping weeks one and two in the family. But I thought we would just start off with Proverbs here. And uh, if we have some time, um, we can go into Psalm, which is... uh, which is his sister's favorite verse, but we'll see. We'll see what we do. Uh, we are going to focus on prayer and scripture this year. My word of the year is prayer. Uh, nee, have you picked a word or anybody else picked a word of the year? No, uh, I'm still, um, I think mine is just the gospel though. You know, what is amen. the gospel? Yeah. Oh yeah, amen. Uh, I am going to go ahead and read now, my husband's favorite verse is Proverbs 3, 5. I'm going to go ahead and we'll take a look at all 35 verses because um, that that fifth verse is basically 
about the whole thing, and that's trusting in the Lord with all your heart. So let me just go ahead um, and read Proverbs 3, and then let's get into it. Uh, Again, for the new people who just jumped in, hi, this is the House of Joy under Christian Podcasters Connect. Proverbs 3. Trust in the Lord with all your heart is the theme of of this particular chapter. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. So you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline or be weary of his reproof. For the Lord reproves him whom he loves as a father, the son in whom he delights. Okay, so this is the first part of Proverbs 3, focusing on trusting in the Lord with all your heart. Uh, And there are a few pieces to to this particular section, but I thought we'd stop. The next section talks about wisdom. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom. And we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, This is my husband's favorite favorite, uh, verse. And when I asked him for it, he, he didn't have to think about it. He knew right away. Uh, which is verse five of this chapter, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. By the way, I'm reading from the ESV version. Um, So to me, I mean, it does, you might say that it sounds pretty simplistic. We should trust in the Lord with our heart, you know? Um, But I think it goes a little deeper than that. And I'd love to hear what you guys have to have to say about it. So like a lot of things, and and this is just what I'm learning and what I'm finding, um, you know, the Lord says that we ought to do something and okay, yeah, we should do it. But it sometimes is not always what it seems. Like we know that we can find joy in the, in the Lord. And of course, this is what we talk about on the podcast, but sometimes finding joy in the Lord does not mean being all in your feelings or being happy. Finding joy in the Lord can be happiness, but it is not always. So I think similar with this, when we're saying trust in the Lord with all your heart, um, I think it's it's more than that. It's about remembering his teaching, keeping commandments, because they will add, as the cha- as the verse says here, length of days and years of life and peace. Um, 
You know, we're looking for faithfulness. Um, we're, we're wanting to write faithfulness on the tablet of our heart so that we can find favor and good success. So it's like we ought to do these things because we should do them for God, but it will reward us. But it isn't always hard, or rather, it isn't always easy. Sometimes it can be hard. Um, but then we get to the verse five, which I think is like the big piece of it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Our own understanding, to be honest, is crap sometimes. <laughs> um, our own understanding and wisdom, we're going to get into wisdom a little bit later in the chapter, is not always the understanding, well, is never the understanding of God who has the, you know, the billion mile high picture. You know, we don't know necessarily what is uh, what is happening or why we are going through things. But if we read what's here, lean on him, not on your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. You can't make straight your paths. He will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Again, we all these things that we think we're trying to do, is not really going to do what God can do for us. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. So there's a theme here. We trust in him. We give him glory. We, uh, we read his word. We keep his commandments, but then it will come back for favor and good success. and healing and refreshment. Um, Nee, is is this a a chapter that you've read before? And I'm just curious. I mean, we got a little bit more to go before we jump into the second part, but I'd love for you to jump in and and give me your opinion on on some of this that we've been talking about. Well, if I give you my own opinion, then I'll be leaning on my own (laughs) self and not trusting in God. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Very good. Yes, yes, yes. you know, like you said, trusting our own opinions and everything, that's what got us in into sin the first time, you know, and we didn't want to listen to what God had installed for us. And um, it took the grace of God and the mercies of God for us to be brought back into the marvelous light of the Father, you know. And every, when I read this, you know, like I'm reading through the New King James, you know, I got different scriptures, um, different um different um, versions but usually when i read it out of the king james this one says my son do not forget my law but let your heart keep my commandments what is he talking about you know talking about everything that he's given us in you know let's just take the whole bible you know in everything that we do you know give it up to god knowing that he wants us to rely on him regardless of the situation, you know, and sometimes I tell people, you know, sometimes I think God doesn't want us to truly use our common sense because sometimes our common sense is just foolishness unto God, but let Mm -hmm. God direct us in the way that he ought to because I try using common sense a lot and a lot of stuff. I tell you what, my sister, I have failed in those things, you know, but times that I've really, really listened to God and I was like, you know what, I don't think, the Holy Spirit is directing me to do this or do that, 
you know, I've always came out successfully, you know, and and that's one thing I love about the father, you know, because we say he's a good, good father and he's given us um, such a beautiful proverb like this that tells us that, hey, and I want you to rely on me, you know, I, I want you to count on me in, in, in everything that you do. You know, because there's going to be a time that you're going to go through trials. Every time I look at this scripture, it reminds me of like, you know, there's going to be times that you're going to go through trials. Who are you going to rely on? Are you going to rely on yourself or are you going to rely on the word of God that tells us that, you know, what well, we are going to be victorious. You know, he, he promises that if we love him for his name's sake, people are going to do wicked things to us. You know, there's going to be a time that you're going to go through those trials just because you call yourself a true believer of Jesus Christ and you love Jesus Christ and you love God and the world is going to show on you. You're going to lose some of your friends. You're going to lose people who you thought were friends. But guess what? You will never, I would never, never leave your side. You know, every time I read this scripture, that's one thing that it, it, it draws me to, to the promises of God when we obey his law and keep it on our on our heart and truly understand who, who, who the father is, you know, and, and the 11 that talks about, you know, talking about God punishing those who he loves. You'd be like, what? You know, but when you look in the Bible, I think it's, um, is it Jacob and Esau? You know, you, yeah. you could see how Jacob wrestled with, <laughs> with the angel and God was just, you'd be like, man, that's God. But with Esau, he just let Esau do whatever Esau wanted to do. But when you look at it, you're like, man, because I think he loved Jacob so much. You know, that's why it felt like he was beating down Jacob so much. But Esau was getting away with his, his own things. Esau wanted to be Esau. But, you know, sometimes God will let you. If you want to have your own way, well, you could have your own way. But, you know, when there's always trials and tribulations coming your way and there's corrections, you know, because I don't believe God is going to, God, God is not going to punish you in secret. Your punishment is always open, you know, because I had to deal with that also, you know, because I knew what the Father had for me and I was going wayward, you know, with certain things that, um, I'm not going to say because it's on a replay, but, you know, certain things in my life that God had to deal with me, like physically had to deal with me for me to understand that it's either I choose the Father's way or I choose hell, you know, and some of those corrections were not easy, you know, but I took it and I understood what the Father actually um, meant, you know, by, by love, you know, so that's what I got for now. Mm, no, that's that's really, really good. And, um, you know, you got to remember who's writing this. This is Solomon. This is the son of King David. And of course, we know that King David was the most beloved man of God, but he was very flawed. Then his son Solomon was so was such a wise man. So so we're getting we're getting these things from Solomon. And and we're we're up to verse nine now where he's basically saying, you do all these things and you will be rewarded, although that's not why we do them, but you will be. And so verse nine continues this. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline or be weary of his reproof. For the Lord reproves him whom he loves 
as a father and the son in whom he delights. So again, we're going to, we're honoring the Lord. Uh, we're, we're responding to the Lord's discipline, but we will be rewarded. And again, that's not why we're trying to do it. Um, but that's what happens. And that's what Solomon, that's what Solomon writes. Then um, Proverbs begins to kind of take a little twist in the road a little bit to talk about wisdom. And that is actually very fitting because of who's writing it, Solomon, who was the wise man. So we come to verse 13, blessed is the one who finds wisdom. And that will take us all the way to verse 35. So I'll just go ahead and read that and then we can break it down. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding. For the gain from her is better than gain from silver and her profit better than gold. And just, I'm jumping in here for a minute. The her and the she is response to wisdom. So he's making wisdom in the feminine. Uh, this is verse 15. She is more precious than jewels and nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her. Those who hold her fast are called blessed. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the deeps broke open and the clouds dropped down the dew. My son, do not lose sight of these. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, and they will be life for your soul and adornment for your neck. Then you will walk on your way securely, and your foot will not stumble. If you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror or of the ruin of the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. Do not say to your neighbor, go and come again. Tomorrow I will give it when you have it with you. Do not plan evil against your neighbor who dwells trustingly beside you. Do not contend with a man for no reason when he has done you no harm. Do not envy a man of violence and do not choose any of his ways. For the devious person is an abomination to the Lord, but the upright are in his confidence. The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked but he blesses the dwelling of the righteous. Toward the scorners, he is scornful, but to the humble, he gives favor. The wise will inherit honor, but fools get disgrace. So we, so we begin to talk about wisdom, and I think it's interesting that he does put wisdom in the feminine. Um, why do you think he does that? And Tori, you are welcome to come on up to the stage if you would like to chat. Nee, why do you think he, he feminizes 
wisdom? I would, I would say, I mean, knowing a little bit about Solomon, it is just describing the beauty of having that wisdom and comparing that to 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 the beauty of of a woman, you know, because when you have that wisdom that is from God, it is a beautiful thing. And I may be I may be looking at it in the wrong way, but that's that's what I see when he describes that as you know, in a feminine, in a feminine way. Well, we do know that Solomon does like women <laughs> in, in Song of Solomon, which is some beautiful, beautiful lyrical writing. He certainly refers to uh, the relationship that God has given between man and woman. Uh, so maybe that's why he, maybe that's why he's choosing to feminize uh, wisdom here. Hello, Tori. Thanks for hanging in with us. What do you think? Thank you for having me on. I really enjoyed the conversation. Um, um, I really appreciate this uh, this this uh, talk that you're doing here. And um, I was just listening in. I love this verse, uh, Proverbs three: um, um, wisdom being characterized as, as a woman. I think that uh, it's appropriate because uh, you know you can see wisdom with a certain grace or certain finesse, uh, delicacy, um, you know, certain, certain traits that are, that men seem to sensationalize the opposite of, you know, um, women tend to be a little bit more, uh, uh, careful, diligent, um, meticulous, you know, those are the things that are coming to my mind. I don't, I'm not sure if those types of ideas you guys have thought of or not. No, no, I, I I really like that. I like that idea. Nee, if you still have the King James open, because um, I'm reading from the ESV, and, and, and I think it's great to read the different translations. I'm curious to see, uh, and uh, this, is, this is verse 13, what the King James says. Yeah, um, it says, Happy is a man who findeth wisdom, and a man that giveth understanding. So in the King James version, I think it's the 15, she's, she's more precious than rubies, you know? So I think, yeah, it, it also, um, emphasizes on, on that, you know, the, and I think it, like, like my brother just said also, and I was saying, you know, and you also said, you know, Solomon looks at the beautiful things in, in life. <clears throat> Sorry about that. And I think, um, God given us, you know, I always look at my wife as the most beautiful thing in in the whole wide world. And, and I think that's what someone was comparing. The man that has wisdom is like the most beautiful thing. And in the, in the King James Version also, he, he puts it out as um, describes wisdom in a feminine way, soft, tender, and beautiful. And um, I like to say, and I guess that's what my wife is the, Wisest person in the house right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, that's wonderful. Since there's two gentlemen here, I just want to tell you that uh, if, Nia, I know you're married, Tori, if you do have uh, a feminine significant other in your life, tell her that. Tell her what you just told me. Because <laughs> many times you guys are feeling that way, but you don't let us know. So I encourage you to actually tell them, Nia, that was very beautiful what you just said. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. And absolutely. Um, 
I kind of got the idea from her, actually. This was um, one of the themes. My wife and I have talked about this particular passage, um, and she she had actually done a podcast of her own um, where she had, um, I know that she had one of her topics characterizing was wisdom as a woman, um, and it was a really big thing. So um, I kind of have some uh, some insight into that coming into this conversation. So um, so yeah, absolutely. I will I will let her know. <laughs> very hey, very good. If if can I say something also? It could be your husband was trying to tell you something also. So maybe after you go back, you should go tell that awesome gentleman. I get what you were trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and he'll look at me and say what? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, but no, I, I and I do, I I do think you know. Obviously, since I'm I'm the feminine in the room, I I do think it's it's slightly amusing. But but just uh, just knowing that wisdom, and we've already heard in the first part of this chapter that our own understanding certainly is not wisdom. Right, <laughs> that is not wisdom with the capital W. So. When we're talking about finding wisdom, we are talking about finding the the supernatural wisdom, the godly wisdom, the, the godly understanding. And but comparing it to through elements and metals and minerals that that are very worldly, that we that we would find valuable, you know? Like it would be different if this said, okay, blessed is the one who finds wisdom. The gain from her is better than gain from some mineral that is not very valuable. You know, I can't even really think of one, right? But no, they use silver and gold and jewels and rubies. That, I think, helps us understand in our own limited way of thinking just how important it is. You know, he has to put it down on that level so that we humans can understand just how important it is. And then the end of verse 15, and nothing you desire can compare with her, can compare with wisdom. Wow. I mean, that's really, that is really awesome because there's a lot of things we desire, don't we? We desire money. We desire big houses. We desire fame and wealth and we desire all of this, but wisdom, nothing you desire can compare with wisdom. That's really quite uh, impressive to me. And then we continue in verse 16. Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Again, it goes on to talk about, you know, wisdom is the bomb, you know. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is really all you want. Um, pleasantness. Her paths are peace. She's a tree of life. Um, and then the next the next portion, starting with with uh, chapter, rather with verse 19, talks about the Lord by wisdom founded the earth. So again, we're elevating wisdom. We started off with trusting the Lord and why that was so important and how we'd be rewarded. And then we're going on to wisdom and elevating wisdom in this way that's so much more than just the average man would probably think about wisdom. It's beautifully written, clearly. Lyric, the, the lyrical verse is so awesome. But when you really dig into it, I mean, I know we all think wisdom is important, but I mean, this is 
I mean, I read this before, but even kind of talking about this now, it's kind of blowing my mind a little bit. Um, comments? Absolutely. Um, this is, uh, I've, I've really seen, um, you know, one thing that I was thinking of when you when you were talking about the uh, the different properties of uh, uh, the gemstones that wisdom is compared to, is this goes back to my wife's my wife and I's conversation. Uh, she's actually a jeweler. She's she actually does handmade jewelry and um, different uh, gemstones. She would um, it's her business to uh, try to. Uh, get out to her clients and try to market. Um, and one of the things that kind of drove this conversation for us was the value that wisdom has um, in terms of its intrinsic properties, you know, like gemstones have. So um, it's it's something that no one seems to give enough credence to, you know, um, mm-hmm. until it's... until. It's one of those things of um, you you don't really know what you have until you don't have it, that kind of thing. And um, I think that that's really the uh, the, the strength of this uh, this verse here. I agree. Need jump in if you like. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I think it was Les Brown that says the grave is the most richest place. You know, because everybody dies with their ideas and goes away, right? So, uh, this is the verse 19 that says, um, no, not 19. It, it, no, 16. It says, um, lengthen, uh, length, length of, of days in her right hand. And uh, no. no, 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 I'm getting it wrong. Where, what was I? But, you know, that just kept my mind. Um, but what I was going to say also, you, you could see the reason why Solomon was writing this also, because what did he ask God? He asked God for wisdom and knowledge, right? And you could see how much um, um, he was he was able to do with that, you know, how much he was able to do with that. And and God blessing his family with, with all those riches. And Solomon has... I don't think there's anybody who's who was wiser than him, you know, not even those who we call the three wise men, but but that's a different topic. But there's there's no one who's who's as wiser as him and there's no one who had so much riches than Solomon, you know, and I, I don't know the convention rate, but I think even with Eli Moss and all these rich people couldn't even pass what Solomon has you know and you could see the depth of wisdom you know because i'm still reading books and listening to sermons by charles spurgeon and all this other people and you'd be like wow they had a lot of knowledge you know and you're like man some of those things even still apply to the modern our modern time and then you could read some books and you'd be like this is not what i expected this book it is the cover is pretty but there's nothing good in this book, you know? So that's how much um, when you weigh wisdom in certain things that people have put into writings, either present or past, you could tell how much valuable that they were, you know? And when you compare it to gold and you compare it to other jewelry, you know, you could polish it so clean and 
it may not even amount to that um, understanding. If if that makes if that makes sense, my brains are all like squirrels scattered around right now. But I hope that makes sense. It, it does. And just to sidetrack just a little bit, yesterday, uh, January sixth, was uh, the feast of the Epiphany. Um, not everybody celebrates that, but um, in the Episcopal and the Catholic faith and in other faiths, they do. And it's interesting because. It's the idea that the wise men actually did not see the Holy Family until like a couple years later. They It wasn't at the manger. So when I put my nativity scenes out, I put the nativity scene like on a table somewhere, but I moved the wise men to like another room in the house, knowing that they're making their way. And then yesterday I pulled them out and they were actually with the Holy Family. <laughs> yeah, that is true. And they were my guys, you know, and um, they didn't come in threes from 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 what I studied, you know, because they were in times with, is it Daniel? You know, Daniel was one of the chief of the Magi's, you know, but, you know, and when they traveled, they traveled really big, you know. So, I mean, that's a whole different topic. Let me not um, <laughs> go there. I know, like I said, we were going to sidetrack for just a second. Um, but back to Proverbs 3. So, you know, and from so verse 19 and 20 talks about, well, for, well, let's go back just a little bit. So in verses 17 and 18 and 16, and even before that, we just learned about how just how important and how rich and how valuable wisdom is. And then we find out that the Lord used it to found the earth and all the things that he did with it. And then we get to verse 21. Um, which, which, Tori, reminds me a little bit of what you said. My son, do not lose sight of these. Like, we need to keep this upper mind, right? Keep sound wisdom and discretion, and they will be life for your soul and adornment for your neck. Um, and then he goes on to say that, you know, you'll walk securely, you won't stumble. Um, and then a couple of lines I thought was so interesting. If you lie down, you won't be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. So it's not the first is if, but then the second one is not if. When you lie down, because you will, and you have wisdom, your sleep will be sweet. And then the very next line, he says, don't be afraid of terror or wickedness when it comes, because it will come. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. You know, a lot of people ask the questions, why does God let good things happen or bad things happen to good people and all of that? But I have to remind, you know, many times in the Bible, and we just see it here, God never said this was going to be a picnic. God never said that we would not have challenges in life because we see right here, do not be afraid of sudden terror or the ruin of the wicked when it comes for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. And I just think that's just really, really interesting. Hi, Charlene. We are talking about Proverbs 3. We're just going through uh, the whole chapter 3 and just talking about it. So um, hopefully you'll find this interesting. If you'd like to come up to the stage, please let us know. Ni uh, or Tori, um, your thoughts on that? I mean, it says, it says, I think, pretty pretty plainly right here that at least in this chapter, but we see it elsewhere in the Bible, it doesn't say that we will never have challenges, but that the Lord will be there. You know, um, one thing that I was thinking was it seems to give wisdom and impersonation. Like uh, it's it's like your best friend and it's with you. 
Um, and there's a sharp contrast between someone with versus someone without. Um, and, and, you know, so many things that we face today, um, they're sensationalized, especially in the media and films and movies. And we kind of distance ourselves from that perspective in terms of having to live life. You know, we distance ourselves from these emotional roller coasters we go through um, when we see a key right here in scripture where when we um, take on this friend of wisdom, we we have this edge, you know, over, I guess, the, the average guy, uh, I would say, but um, the person who doesn't have the friend of wisdom, where we can be at peace and we can have a certain uh, level of confidence and certainty about the outcome that others may not have. And I'm, I'm, it's the more that we're, we're reading this, I mean, I know that this was a verse that I, that I, that I like, but um, the more we're reading this, it's coming alive for me even now. So I appreciate this. Um, if anyone else has any thoughts, feel free. I would, um, so the, the last two verses that um, Yvette just read, I was going to go into John 16, 33. It says, this things I have spoken unto you that ye might have peace in the world. Ye shall have tribulations, but, but be of good cheers. I have overcome the world. You know, when you go back into, into Proverbs chapter 3, right, that is one good thing about the Bible, you know, it never contradicts itself because when you go into 3 verse 19 and it, it explaining to us, you know, it says, these things are going to come, but do not be afraid. And then when you go into this, Jesus Christ is telling you that I have overcame all these things, you know, God's promises are yes and 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 amen. And it's like when you trust in him so much, you know, yeah, it's going to happen, you know, but if you rely on him, for wisdom, knowledge in, in, in everything, you know, you're going to be all right, you know, and thank God for his word and thank God that he never goes back on his word because that would make him a false God and he's not a false God. He's a true God that we serve. Amen. 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 Um, we're a little bit past the, the half of the hour. And while we're still here, I just want to uh, again, uh, invite you to, so what we're doing here is we are looking at scripture week per week, and I have people's favorite scripture verses on a calendar that I'm praying over. I'd like to offer to all of you um, to let me know what is yours, and I'll write your name down on my calendar with your verse and pray over you the, on that week. Okay, so we started off with Solomon, who is the writer here, telling us to keep the Lord's commandments and um, to be faithful to him and to trust in the Lord with all his heart. And we will be rewarded. Again, that's not why we're doing these things, but he, we will be rewarded. He will make straight our paths. He will be healing and refreshing to our bones if we honor him. And then we got into wisdom where wisdom is, is described in the feminine as a woman and how this feminine thing, wisdom, is better than silver and gold and rubies and jewels. Nothing can compare to her. And the Lord used wisdom to found the earth and establish the heavens. And we are encouraged not to lose sight of these and to keep sound wisdom and discretion 
um, because they will be life to us and they will help us walk straight and not stumble. And then we get to the last few uh, verses where um, we're talking about not withholding good. Do not withhold good from, from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. Do not say to your neighbor, go and come again. Tomorrow I will, will give it when you have it with you. So now we're getting into the section where we're, we're told to be good to people, to not, to not keep our goodness to ourselves, but to share it. Don't plan evil against our neighbor. Just basically, you know, don't envy violence or all of that because the Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the dwelling of the righteous. And he is scornful toward the scorners, but to the humble he gives favor. The wise will inherit honor, but fools get disgraced. So we end this this chapter with some plain talk, I think, some real talk, right? <laughs> About... Um, what we need to do and what we don't need to do and what will happen to us if we, you know, if we envy violence or if we keep goodness to ourselves and all of that. I think, I think Solomon makes it pretty, pretty plain here. What do you guys think? Well, I, I, I love the verse um, 28 a lot. Like I love all the verse, you know, but when you go, when you read in down over there, I think it ties in into, the Bible scripture that the, the Bible chapter that I said I really love because it talks about love, right? If you say you love God and you you don't show it, what what does it really um, amount to? It amounts to nothing, you know. But um, in one of my podcasts that we did, we we're talking about how sometimes you have stuff and people come to you and you say, hey, I'll pray for you, brother. I'll pray for you, sister. You have the ability to help that person at that moment. You know, it could be that the reason why they're coming to you is because God has given them the understanding that, hey, you can help them. And God has given you the ability to help them. Why not? do it straight away then say, hey, I'll pray for you. You know, if I have two biscuits in my hand and somebody says, hey, man, I'm hungry, I can tell that person I'll pray for you and look at them and be eating. You know, that's just surely wrong. That That's not the love of God, you know. And if I can help, why not do it instantly, you know. And if I don't have the ability, you know, also, hey, let us find a way that we can help you out. And you never know. You know, so when I when I look at that scripture, that's one thing that um, comes into 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 my mind. Also, that you know, love surpasses everything. And if you say you know the Father and you do not show love, then what kind of person are you? Are you the Mike? And I think it extends to prayer. So I've heard people say, I've heard people say, you know, if I tell you that I'm you know, I'm sick or that I need money. I don't want to hear you'll be in my prayer, my thoughts and prayers. I don't want to hear that. You know, I've heard people say that. So, so whenever I can, I pray right there. Like if I'm on social media, I will, I will actually write the prayer in the comment. I'll just pray yes. right there. Um, Cause I, I, I really do think that I will pray later, but I just, I want to show it right there. Like, okay, Lord, let's just do this right now. Um, because as you said, maybe that, that person has been led at that moment to share the need and the concern 
in that place, wherever it is, Instagram, Facebook, wherever. And I feel like if I can, if I can pray right then and show that person that, yes, I do care and I do want to intercede. Again, we're talking about intercessory prayer. Well, we are just two minutes out. Um, this is going to be, I well, it is going to be, not I think, <laughs> the, the, the structure for House of Joy this year. Uh, we're just going to go, I mean, I felt that I needed to, and I'm encouraging other people too, to, to get back into scripture and, um, and, and to, and to pray. And so, uh, we're going to close out with prayer, but, um, we're going to do this and we're going to tackle, um, we're going to tackle a scripture at a time next week. It is going to be, um, Psalm 55. I appreciate you guys so much. Would anyone like to pray us out? Yes, I'll be more than happy if you guys don't mind. Please. Well, Father God, we just want to thank you even for the time that we've had and 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 shared your word and get your understanding. Father, we just say thank you for even giving us this opportunity. I, pr- I pray blessings over everyone who came into this room that um, just heard something. Father, for we know that you are the one that makes um, things grow. So, Father, thanks for Put in your seed in us first to share your seed. Father, I pray even as each and every one over here on stage, go by whatever that you've called them to do. You know what missions that you've had that that you have for them, and whatever you had in whatever you have installed for them. Father God, I say thank you and I bless you for whatever you be doing in each and every one of us our lives in in the lives of our families in your mighty name i pray amen amen thank you nee thank you so much tori and charlene it was great having you in the room today thank you uh, i followed both of you and um yeah yeah and hopefully i'll see you next week or sometime before nee as always thanks so much for being a great comod and Nee has a podcast. Nee, tell us a little bit about your podcast before we get out of here. Well, my podcast is on hiatus right now, but um, okay. I'm coming. Um, I'm working on a new one called um, Unleashed because we have been set free um, by Jesus Christ. So it's just me going through a lot of reform and truly understanding what the gospel is all about. That's why I said this year, my word is the gospel. And um so I'm going forward and preaching the gospel for I am not ashamed and I'm eager to preach the gospel. Amen. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Okay. That sounds great. Okay. So let's look forward to Unleashed uh, by me and then Positively Joy, which is a combination of interview style and teachings. Uh, and you uh, you can hear new episodes on Mondays and Thursdays. Tori also has a podcast. I'm looking at his oh. profile. Tori, I'm He's sorry. He's a podcaster too. That. No, that's okay. No, that's all right. That's all right. I appreciate the, yeah, the mention. It's called the Uncommon Truth Podcast. Um, you can find me basically on um, um, whatever podcast uh, platform you'd, you, you'd like. Um, the Uncommon Truth, uh, Tori Brown. Um, it's basically a biblically, biblically-based podcast with, um, you know, different episodes I'm about to start a new series soon. Um, so um, anyway, just uh, just w- give you guys a heads up. No, that's wonderful. And, you know, I am always looking to collaborate. So 
if if me and Tori, if you'd ever like to collaborate sometime, let's talk about it. That'd be great. Absolutely. Thanks for the offer, Miss Yvette. I love learning from you. <laughs> oh, no, I'm learning from you, Nick. All right, everybody. Have a great weekend. Uh, Y'all have a good one. Au revoir. Good night.